With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We come together to pray over this program so that it can be uh, erased, exterminated, and destroyed off of this earth in Jesus' name. So we thank you, Lord, for this privilege to come together. And I thank you for each one joining me because, you know, it makes a difference having more than one prayer. But, had a, you know, I pray regardless. Right. Yeah, this program here needs to come off this earth. You know, I've you know, I've got some TIs calling me all through the week croaking about the program, but they won't pray. I don't understand it. Not you know, I had to tell one Mm -hmm. brother, like, I don't sit on the phone just croaking, you know. I mean, you we gotta make time to pray about this. What you want me to do? I ain't no miracle worker, you know what I'm saying? God does the miracles, not me. So, you know, we just, I'm going to continue to pray to get people to come in and, and just bring it to the altar, to the most high God. Because you can't, no man could deal with this. There's some sick stuff. There's some deeply rooted occultic stuff. And uh, it's horrible. Yep. So, yeah, we, we, we're coming together amen. with tonight. You know, a, amen. Warfare declarations we're looking at in Black History Month celebration will continue. We're looking at some black first, and then we first we're gonna look at the relationship of Black History Month, um, how the Bible's message influenced black black history. We'll take a look at that and then we'll look at some black first and you know, we'll just do the best we can. And then we'll re- I wanted to do some declarations, warfare declarations too against this program to have this program shut down and just have us keep in faith no matter what. So as usual, we're going to open up with prayer. We'll move from prayer into uh, at least one scripture. And then after one scripture, we'll go right into the Bible's message, how it influenced Black history. And then we'll look at some Black first, and then we'll, we'll we'll take it from there. So Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for the privilege of prayer. We thank you, God, that we are faithful in coming to you, dear God to bring this targeted individual program, to bring this eugenics assassination program, God, to the throne of the Most High God. God, we need you, Heavenly Father. We need divine intervention. We need you to break up this program, God, to destroy this program. God, your word says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Therefore, we know, God, that you have all power. You have all authority. You have everything needed, dear God including your people on this earth, to shut this program down, that we will not be discouraged. We know that you, God, have all power, that you're the God of miracles for whatever reasons. And sometimes I do believe a good God allows evil for the benefit of mankind. I think that, you know, God has allowed this program because uh, it needed to reach the level that it is for the awakening. Um, COVID was one of the awakenings that brought it nationwide, that there isn't, people are aware there's an occult, there's a demon spirit of killing running across this earth. And had it just continued being uh, just a small group of people, it may not have been so noticeable. So God God knows what 
what he's doing. And these demons are exemplifying what a demon spirit does. And what a demon spirit does is it's out of control. It does not stop. So it didn't, it didn't stop with taking out a couple of targeted individuals. It didn't start stop with taking out a couple of vulnerable population seniors. It didn't stop with giving uh, babies cleft lips, hurting babies, hurting vulnerable population. Now it's just growing and growing consistent with what a demon, a demon spirit does. So this is an awakening, dear God, and I ask you, God, to have your people on earth be receptive to this awakening, dear God. And most importantly, let them know the need, dear God, to depend on you to break this thing up, break up this killing, the untimely death killing spirit, break up the use of hospitals for killing people. We bind and rebuke directed energy weapons used on innocent people, God. We come against military weapons being used on innocent people, dear God, unbeknownst to many, we ask you, God, for divine shielding, Heavenly Father, that this, this stuff won't impact your people. And most importantly, God, we ask you to shield us so that, that these weapons that go right back to the sender so that they can get to know their, their medicine that they're giving out to others, Heavenly Father. They can taste their own medicine. God, we praise you. We exalt you. We thank you, God for allowing us to see another day in the land of the living. You didn't have to do it, God, but you did. And we praise you. We thank you, Lord. We honor you, God. We exalt you, Heavenly Father, that you've given us another chance to live out the destiny that you created us for. We're covered by the blood, and we thank you, Heavenly Father, because had it not been for you, we we may not, we would not be here. So we thank you and praise you. We, we thank you, God, for this Black History Month that we can just get a true uh, understanding of the history of what Black people went through in this country, Heavenly Father, and how that we'll never let that slave demon, that, that usage of Black people, will never let that demon spirit resurrect again on this earth, God. We come against demons using Blacks in, uh, in, in, in wrongful positions, Heavenly, leadership positions that are then unqualified Blacks, this cult likes unqualified Blacks putting them in leadership positions to try to embarrass the race. But we come against it. We bind, we rebuke in the name of Jesus. Every black face, every white face, every Chinese, every face of that that's a Satanist, we come against you in the name of Jesus. We call exposure on these demons. And we ask you, Lord, that you use your people to identify them and remove them from these positions particularly when they try to use it for race pitting, the same race pitting, black on black, Spanish on Spanish, Asian on Asian. We bind and rebuke every bit of racism in the name of Jesus. We come against injustice, Heavenly Father. We decree and declare that recompense is part of justice, and your word says that recompense is yours, So there, and justice is yours. We decree and declare recompense. We decree and declare uh, um being made whole from this from these sick programs we decree and declare that we we shall be exempt covered by the blood of jesus that their wickedness will not impact us in jesus name we stand on your word dear god that says no weapon formed against us shall prosper that we are warriors in god, and that you heavenly father will cover us you'll bring us through god we ask you to bless the new treasured individuals the younger ones the the young ones that have no clue how sick this program is and may be 
vulnerable towards suicide. We bind the suicide demon up, God. We ask you, God, to send your warrior angels to pray over them, to give them the strength to stand the storm, Heavenly Father, to recognize that a lot of this is testing. Lord, let us pass these tests <clears throat> so we can meet the destiny you created us for. God, we love you. We adore you. We thank you, God, for being able to come together the beginning of the week and the end of the week to give you honor and praise every day, giving you honor and praise dear God. I thank you, God, for each and every person on the line. I thank you, God, for all the prayer warriors. I thank you, God, for just support in praying to destroy this eugenics program. Give each and every sister and brother on the call the strength, God, to be the best warrior, prayer warrior they can be, Heavenly Father, as we continue to pray to remove this eugenics assassination program off of this earth and just bring more people into your kingdom to expand God's kingdom. God, we love you. We exalt you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. 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 Uh, Brenda, amen. go ahead, Brenda. She said she... She took some medicine, so she may be knocking out. So I'm going to call her next. Mm -hmm. And then anybody yeah, who I'm, wants to go. I'm sorry. I've been suffering with the flu or something. But in any event, uh, thank you for calling me. Thank you for this prayer call. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Thank you for this time of coming together. Thank you for this time of prayer, Lord God. We thank you that we seek your face, Lord God. We seek your face, Lord God for answers, Lord God, for healings, Lord God, for deliverances in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord God, for answered prayer uh, for those on this prayer call and beyond, Lord God. I thank you that these uh, prayer and the laboring and prayer will not be in vain. It will be a fruitful time, Lord God, a time of manifestation, a time of manifestation of the things that are being prayed for, and being prayed to you on this call. Lord God, I thank you for divine healing. I thank you for divine health, Lord God, and divine wealth. Lord God, I thank you for divine well-being, well-being and divine strength in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I thank you that you fortify our bodies and fortify, Lord God, our immune systems. Lord I God, I thank you even that you fortify our 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 um our hearts and the organs of our bodies let them be strengthened right now Lord God in every way I thank you that you give us divine wisdom keep us healthy Lord God to keep us strong to keep us moving Lord God and keep us youthful Lord God in the name of Jesus Lord God I thank you that you strengthen our bones Lord God where these uh, directed energy attacks have targeted us. I thank you that we're strengthened by these things in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, for divine provision, provision, Lord God, in every way. I thank you that our need, every need, is met according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus, as you have promised. Lord God, I thank you that every need is provided for. No stone left unturned, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that provisions are, are, are dispensed from you, Lord God, from the heavenlies, and that they are sufficient, Lord God, 
for every, every purpose, Lord God. For those, Lord God, that are wandering around, Lord God, senseless, without a purpose, Lord God, I, I ask you to touch their hearts, reach their hearts. Lord God, give them the vision and the, and the um, your plan for their life in the name of Jesus. Like, Lord God, will shine in darkness. I thank you, and you will reveal yourself to them in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I thank you for that. Hallelujah. Right now, Lord God, and Lord, as I'm praying today, Lord God, I just want to reveal to the prayer circle, but I've been in a prayer circle earlier this morning, earlier today, and the Lord supernaturally uh, started speaking to me about a circle, a prayer circle. Well, he didn't say prayer circle. He just said the circle, the circle. He didn't say prayer. But he said a circle, the circle. So when he said the circle, I thought of this prayer group. I don't know how I laid down and forgot about the prayer group. But anyway, I don't normally do it because I don't have to go to work tomorrow. So I would have been on this prayer call, but must have been just distracted. But I was on a prayer call earlier today. And thank God I wanted you all to know that I was on a prayer call with uh, Robert um, F. Kennedy group prayer. Wow. Prayer circle. Oh, amen. I didn't yes. know he had a prayer group. The one he running for prayer, president? Yes. He's a prayer circle. And uh, he and his wife and... There's a, a minister there, a female minister, that is, uh, 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 you know, conducting the prayer. And she was Pentecostal. I think she was at first ashamed to do it. But she started saying hallelujah and, you know, just some other things. I knew that she had a Pentecostal experience. So I was on that prayer call at 5 o'clock. And I thank you again for that, Lord God. Do you know we have a U.S. presidential candidate that is praying every Sunday at 5 o'clock? Every five Sunday at 5 o'clock p.m. In the morning or the afternoon? P.m.? Oh. P.m. I want PM. you to call yes. me in. Yes, I want you to call okay, me yeah. in next week. Please. Oh, I will do it. It's every Sunday until the election at 5 o'clock. PM. I don't have and to so maybe that's why I missed the call this day, t- tonight, uh, Miriam, because I already been in that press. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I didn't mean to because I always have to, when I don't have to go it, to work. You didn't miss it. You're here. Well, I admit you're right. But in my <laughs> mind to stay prepared for it, you know. But God uh, is blessing and praying everywhere, the prayer circles. And I just thought that was God for that man to start praying. I thought it was God. I really did. That's a miracle for somebody running for president to recognize the need for that prayer circle. And did he have a whole bunch of people? Like two or three people? It was was maybe this this was the first circle. So I think he had like over thousand some people. And um, what he yeah, would have yeah. people? Wow. Okay. Oh, he had, he had, he had people, and uh, he had over a thousand. I gotta go back on there and see. It was on Zoom. 
And um, oh, okay. that's like uh, how, did, how, did, we, how did you find that? How did you find that about? I, I sent the invitation uh, by my email. Oh, from his website. Uh, uh, it came from somewhere in his campaign. Oh, okay. I'm going to see if I find it. But okay, I hope I'm not interrupting your prayer. Go ahead. I well, I'm sorry. I just wanted to, yeah, I want to tell you all about that prayer circle and how I would like for you all to join that prayer circle as well. Uh, if okay. you believe in him as a candidate, I guess. But I, I thought it was uh, very, 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 very fruitful and impactful. And I mean, this woman prayed Pentecostal, okay? Uh, and um, so this is his uh, prayer circle every week. So the next thing, I'll give you all the link for the prayer circle. And we believe that we believe that we're going to have a president that will stop, help stop these programs and, 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 and end them immediately. And I believe he will be one of those people. And he is acquainted with death in the way they assassinated his his family. And, and I believe that he wants to uh, insinuate himself into a prayer group. And, and, you know, he is having protection problems like me. But uh, I am holstering up my, my campaign as well. And the blood of Jesus is covering it. I'm really at the point now. Starting in South Carolina. Actually, I have two campaigns at once. Up there and down here. And I'm trying to decide which one is going to be better. But he's praying for protection. And so am I over my, my ordeal. And praying, will God, we be strengthened. I, and I know the power of God in me. To campaign. Thank you, Jesus. It's a strong, strong, strong spirit that would not leave me. And it has consumed me, and I believe it to be carried out. I just need direction about God. Uh, I'm starting to sound like Biden, but anyway. The divine <laughs> direction. Divine direction. And, and, you know, to heal me. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, but uh, I'm excited about what God is doing in this next year. I am excited about it. I'm excited that God is going to restore some things. God is going to restore some things. Hallelujah. He told all about Hallelujah! He's going to restore some things today. This day, this day, this day, this day. I'm praying in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And I think he's moving us into his respective uh, assignments. And my assignment is get up and run to the house. And I'm doing it. Lord has decided. So I thank you, Lord Jesus, for a quiet home, a quiet home, a peaceful home, a 
peaceful home and just peaceful. And I, I thank God that I will get it together to uh, be able to uh, deliver what I said. But um, I know that God is waiting. God is waiting. And, and it's for to uh, exercise our God-given abilities to cause Satan to bring it on down, to release it all, to release it, and to give us our portions. In, in Jesus' name, individually. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, Father God. Father God, we come to you. But we thank you for this day, oh God. We thank you for being such a great God. And we thank you for blessing us with a beautiful day we had today. Lord, I thank you, God, for preserving our ground and coming in this day, how you gave your angels charge of us, how you gave us safe traveling mercies to and from where we wanted to go to church in different places. I thank you, God, for the ability to drive, and I thank you for the car to drive. I thank you for gas money to have in the gas, in the car to drive. I just thank you for just being my God, oh God, God, my God, and I love you today, Lord. I appreciate you. I honor you and magnify and exalt your holy, magnificent, righteous name. I thank you for being my God, oh God, God, my God, and I love you today, Lord. I appreciate you. Hallelujah. You are so good to me, Lord. I truly thank you for being such a great God. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you for the benefits that you daily bestow on me because you're my God, you're my Father, I'm your child, Lord. And your word says, and it's written, as a father pitied his children, so the Lord pitied them to him. You know, as our frame. Hallelujah. We are the sheep of your pasture. God, I thank you, God, for just caring for us and taking care of us. Yes, Lord, making ways for us, opening doors and intervening. We thank you. Hallelujah. For being so good to us, God. I just thank you, God, for this call. I thank you for uh, Minister Miriam. I thank you, Father God, for. Sister Brenda and everyone else is on this call. Thank you for the opportunity to pray, Father God, because your word says that the righteous cry the Lord here and answer their prayer and deliver them all our trouble, Father God. You said the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, his ears open to their cry. But the face of the Lord is against the wicked to remove them from the face of the earth. I thank you, Father God. Effectual fervent prayer of a righteous person to develop much farther, God. And we've been, we've been made righteous. Those of us who are Christians, we've been made righteous through the shed blood of Jesus. So we've been made righteous. We thank you. Our prayers are righteous. We thank you, God. So I pray that you continue to watch over us the rest of this night and, and morning, Ashley, God. Keep us covered with your blood. Deliver us from evil. We pray you sanctify and we do lay down sanctify our dreams and our thoughts and our mind. I pray to you watch over Minister Miriam. God bless her for her faithfulness, oh God. Bless her, God. Continue to bless and anoint her ministry, God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. I pray you cover her. Blowing prince with your blood, cover her with your blood, and even give her safe traveling mercies and grace wherever she goes, God. In the name of Jesus, God, I thank you. The favor of God is on our life, God. I plead the blood of her. I pray for her and two nephews. Did you save them? 
I pray you save her uncle and heal and work a miracle for me in the name of Jesus, oh God, her niece, God. Bless her family, God. In the name of Jesus, God, keep her in a hall of your hand. Give her direction and guidance and protection, oh God. In the name of Jesus, keep her healed, God. Heal her body, God, from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. In the name of Jesus, touch, heal, and restore, God. In Jesus' name we pray, God. Give her direction in everything she does and says in the name of Jesus, God. I pray for Brenda. I pray you bless her. Bless her for her faithfulness. Keep her protected, God. Heal her body, soul, spirit, mind, emotions. Strengthen her, God. Whenever she's in need, I pray you give it to her, God. Cover her dwelling place with your blood in the name of Jesus. Meet every need, God. And I pray for um, Darius, even though he may not be in the line, but I pray for him, God. Bless him for his faithfulness, oh, God. And, um, we pray you to bless, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. God, you bless everyone in Jesus' name, we pray. Cover us with your blood. I pray for every treasured person, every person that is being targeted. God, I pray for direction and deliverance, God, and strength, God, and courage and boldness and wisdom. Help, Father, God, in the name of Jesus, oh, God, intervene, God. I just thank you for bringing this terrible thing to an end, Father, God. I thank you for abolishing this horrible, diabolical program. I thank you, Father, God for deliverance and victory, Father God. But we pray you continue to give us protection and safety even until the manifestation comes forth in the name of Jesus. I pray, God, as you give people um, true targeted people, Father God, as you give them direction and cover our homes with your blood, Father God, our dwelling places, each of our dwelling places with your blood, our families, our bloodline, Father. Help us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lead us where we need when we need attorney to the right places, Father God, different places, different agencies. Help us, oh God, send us to the right people in the right places. In the name of Jesus, God, deliver us from evil. I pray, oh God, for even our male um, Pastor Black, I pray you bless her, God, continue to bless her ministry, Father. Keep her protected, God. Give her victory and deliverance in Jesus. And much of her family, bless her family, Father. In the name of Jesus, God, continue to bless her, God. Bless her, bless her, bless her. Heal her boys when she has fallen. I pray you take away the soreness and the stiffness, God, in Jesus' name. I pray, God. I pray, oh, God, that you bless um, the upcoming court hearing, Father, God. I pray for direction and guidance. Oh, God, I pray that you give Attorney Anna, um, Anna wisdom and direction and favor and just word of mouth, Father God. I pray you touch the judges' heart. If it's a joy, whoever touch their hearts, Father God, in the name of Jesus, because your word says that the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord, Father God. I pray in the name of Jesus, you touch the hearts of the right people, God. We thank you, God. In the name of Jesus, we pray, Father God, and we pray, call it done in Jesus' name. We pray, Father God. Amen and amen. Thank you for the answer, Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Wow. Awesome praise. Uh, who else? Uh, Cherise? Cherise? Hello. Amen. You want to say a little prayer? Sure. Focus on destroying the TI program. Oh, all, you know, horrible attacks on us. Go ahead, baby. Sorry. Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless us all as we come together today to praise and worship your name, Father God. I pray that you hear every prayer request that's been put out and the ones that's been solemnly praying, Father God, and that you answer them expeditiously, Father God. I pray not only that you answer the request of destroying the program, but 
and, and renewing us a, a strong faith, Father God, just in general, because sometimes faith can be a wavering thing. And I pray that you continue to bless and manifest our faith as we all come together and pray tonight and, and every other night, Father God. In your name I pray, amen. 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 Did I miss anybody? Okay. We pray for our, our young people, Darius and uh, Melvin. Come back. <clears throat> and Danny, you know. But um, we'll open up with some. I want to look at, first and foremost, uh, for our week ahead of us, let's take a look at I had some scriptures. I can't believe they took the things off of protection. Always. I wanted to look at that. They took off my off my computer? Jeez. Mm. All right. I wanted to read those Bible scriptures uh, for protection to cover each one of us uh, for this week. I'm just going to pull them up again. Okay, 30 uh, best Bible verses about protection. Trust God's promises. Okay. Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon that is fashioned against us shall succeed, and we shall refute every tongue that rises against God in judgment. That is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their vindication from me declares the Lord. 2 Thessalonians 3, 3. But the Lord is faithful. Mm. He will establish you and he will guard you against the evil one. God, we have to hold on to that. In the name of Jesus, that he will guard us and protect us against that evil one, that satanic cult that's trying to take over this earth. God, we thank you. We invoke 2 Thessalonians 3, 3. That you are faithful and you will, that God, he will establish us and guard us against the evil cults. Amen. Psalms 46 1. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Deuteronomy 31 6. Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord our God who goes with us. God. Excuse me. God will not leave us nor forsake us. Amen. Isaiah 41.10, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God, we thank you. You know, if you're a treasured individual, if God's hand is on you and these demons came against you, they put you in a program then you know that you know that the word of God is the only thing to bring us through. And I'm here to tell you, fear not, for God is with you. Don't be discouraged. Don't be dismayed because God is God. He will strengthen us. He will help us and he will hold our hand with righteousness. He will hold, he, he will uphold us with his righteous right hand. Psalms 34, 7, the angels of the Lord encamp, excuse me, encamps around those who love God, who fear him, and he delivers us. Psalms 32, 7, we are, you are a hiding place for me, 
You preserve me from trouble, God. You surround me with shouts of deliverance. Amen. Dear God, here's our prayer for protection. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to live in your shadow of the of your wing. When life is hard, when you've been targeted, when you've been harassed, when you've been vandalized, if these horrific things experimented on without your consent, uh, inflicted with direct and energy weapons, just targeted for assassination. And when you don't know what to do, God, let us remember that you are with us, that we are never alone, that we cannot live without you, God. We cannot face tomorrow without the promise of your presence. Today, God, we choose to walk with you and we choose to live under your protection, dear God. We thank you, most high God, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Remember that God is faithful. He will not let us be tempted beyond what we can bear. That no temptation has overtaken us except what is common to mankind. God is faithful. He will not let us be tempted beyond what we can bear. Amen. Amen. When we're tempted, God will provide a way out. No matter what, he always provides a way out. Because the Lord is faithful. And he will strengthen us and protect us from the evil one. Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them. For it is the Lord our God who goes with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Hey, welcome, Mr. Melvin. Good to see you. Yeah. Yeah, how you doing, everybody? Hey, Miriam. Hi, Melvin. How you doing? I'm good. Okay. Would you like to say a prayer? Um, I'm just going over prayers for protection for us to have a, a great week. Um, it's up to you. Would you like to say a prayer for destroy? We, you know, particularly ask for prayers to destroy, exterminate uh, the TI program. But, um, you know, pray for your family, whatever. Would you like to take a little time to do that, Mel? Yeah, look, I'll do a little short one. Okay. Like, okay, Father God, I want to ask that you continue to bless us on this call. And whatever journeys or path that may come our way, Father God, I want you to help help us seek, seek those journeys through. Um, just, just, just continue to be there for us as you always have, Father God, and just um, you, you know, keeping us grounded, keeping us rooted, keeping us pray, prayed up in your name, Father God. Um, like just keep doing what you always have been doing, Father God, blessing us to live another day. Blessing us to be there for our family and friends, and um, helping us overcome like the trials from this targeting program, Father God. So just, just thank, thank, thank you for that, Father God, and um, just continue doing what you always have been doing, just being there. And we're gonna continue to stay prayed up, Father God, and keep lift. Lifting our head up in your name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right, mm -hmm. amen. 
a few more scriptures I see here, particularly this one, uh, Psalms 57, 1. Have mercy on us, God. Our God, have mercy on us. For you, God, we take refuge. We will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the death disaster has passed. That tells us that there's always been disasters on this earth. And guess what? They do pass. So if other disasters pass, we decree and declare that we know that this sick, sick, sick targeted program, this eugenics assassination program, this scientific obstruction program, that it too shall pass. It must pass. And God, we ask you to just give us the the four the the the, the strength to just live to see the day that this stuff is wiped off this earth, dear God. We thank you, God, for these new presidents, this new election. God, we're asking for a new day. Use the presidents, God, to shut down this satanic force and don't ever let, please, dear God, don't let ever, don't ever allow your people to let a demon cult try to usurp the authority that they have tried to usurp on this earth again to use the criminal justice system to overlook crimes from satanic groups and cults, it's just insanity. To give demons the false phenomenon of above the law is insanity. And to use the criminal justice system to do that is further insanity. We bind it, we rebuke it, we come against it, we decree it dead, done, never to happen again, destroyed that our governing structures will never hold uh, uh, Satanists unaccountable for the crimes and killings they have done. We decree and declare that Satanists will be removed off this earth. They will be penalized uh, uh, in the, according to God's will in the earthly realm and in the spiritual realm in Jesus' name. We decree and declare, most importantly, the spiritual realm spiritual realm has more power. So we come before you, most high God, to put every demon behind this eugenics program, behind this targeted individual program, every Satanist, every demon, we come through the spiritual realm, dear God, bring them down, to have it destroyed, exterminated, removed off this earth knowing that the spiritual realm has more power than the earthly realm. We decree their arrest. We decree their extermination. Every cult member, every person in a governance position, every governor, every Satanist working as a governor, we bring it in the spiritual realm, for they shall be destroyed and removed from that position and never allowed to harm people again. Yes, it is decreed and declared in the name of Jesus that this program will be destroyed. It is decreed in the spiritual realm and it shall be manifested in the earthly realm. We decree and declare justice to reign across all criminal justice departments, Heavenly Father, that demons plotting and planning to hurt innocent people, to kill innocent people through the criminal justice system, we decree and declare from the spiritual realm that that program is destroyed. Every program these Satanists are running on this earth, dear God, to destroy people's finances, to induce poverty, to blacklist people, to make people sick, we decree and declare, God, we're doing what we know has to be done. We're bringing it in the spiritual realm and it shall be manifested in the earthly realm in the name of Jesus. God, we decree and declare 
Amen. We decree and declare good health. That's number one. From the spiritual realm straight to the earthly realm. Good health for each and every one of us, dear God. Covered by the blood. That no eugenic assassination program, no matter what capacity it is, from military weapons being used on civilians to their um their 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 um occultism, their voodoo, hoodoo, whatever they do. None of it will impact us because we decree it in the name of Jesus from the spiritual realm straight to the earthly realm. I decree and declare that I, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I decree and declare that our children, that our children, our children's children will be blessed. Our nieces, our nephews, I decree and declare blessed and covered by the blood of Jesus that they will be men and women of God that we will stand under God's word and be covered by the most high God. We decree it from the spiritual realm straight to the earthly realm. God, we thank you for this time that you've given us to be able to pray. We thank you, God, for the knowledge you've given us that we can, we don't have to depend on what the world says. God, we praise you. We exalt you in Jesus' name. Amen. We invoke Psalm 59.1. Deliver us, dear God, from our enemies. Oh, God, be our fortress against those who are attacking us. Mm. Psalms 138, verse 7. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, God, you preserve our lives. You stretch out your hand against the anger of our enemies. With your right hand, you save us. Psalms 104, Psalms 140, 140 verse 4. Lord, keep us safe. Lord, from the hands of the wicked. Mm-mm-mm. Protect us, God, from the violent who devise ways to try to trip our feet. Psalms yes, 34, 19. Yes. Psalms 34, 19. The Lord delivers us from all our troubles. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. First Thessalonians 5, 23, 24. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify us through and through. May our whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls us is faithful, and he will do it. 2 Corinthians 4, verses 8 and 9. We are hard-pressed on every side, but guess what? We are not crushed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. Amen. Second Samuel 22, 3, 4. My God is our rock in whom I take refuge. He is my shield and the horn of our salvation. God is our stronghold, a refuge. He's our savior from violent people, God. You have covered us. You have saved us. We call to the Lord who is worthy of praise, and we have been saved from our enemies. You think this is the Bible, but when you go through this thing called life, this is not just Bible writing. You literally have people plotting and planning, enemies. You ain't do nothing to these people. And they sitting there plotting and planning on how to kill you. This is some sick stuff. We thank you, God, that to understand it better, you give us a Bible to let us know that this thing called evil been on this earth too long. It shall never prevail. John 10, 28, 30. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my father's hand. I and the father 
are one. So we thank you, God, for those prayers of protection. We're going to go into some warfare declarations. And from the warfare declarations, we go right into a little of um, the Black history. Uh, in Jesus' name, we declare victory, Heavenly Father, over every bit of targeting and frustration. Let every stronghold of this targeted program be dismantled. And may we walk in faith and purpose in all that we do. Father, we proclaim that no strategy of the enemy shall prosper against us. God, we stand in the authority of Jesus and we crush every plan of the enemy, every plan to harm, hurt, injure, and financially or financially destroy us. Dear God, we bind it, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. By the power and the authority in the name of Jesus, we command every spirit of occultism, Satanism, witchcraft to stay away from our lives. We claim joy covered by the blood of Jesus. We claim peace. We decree peace. We decree fulfillment in our walk with Christ. Lord Jesus, we call upon your power to break every claim of despair and sorrow. Let your love fill our hearts, driving out all disappointments in every bed and every plot of the enemy. In Jesus' name, we declare our trust in your plan and purpose for our lives, dear God. No disappointment can hinder our progress. We are on a journey. This journey is under the wings of the Most High God. God, don't let us leave this earth without completing the destiny that you created us for, dear God. For you have destined us, dear God, for greatness. We decree and declare greatness, healthiness, healthiness. Everything the de demons are trying to, to take away from us, we know that it shall come to pass. We decree it. We declare it. We decree and declare financial breakthrough in every aspect of our lives to advance the kingdom of God. Father, we stand against any supernatural strategies that seek to bring disaster into our lives. We, over, we, are over, we overcome by the blood of Jesus. And we walk in victory and triumph through oh, the authority. God. Amen. Through the authority in Jesus' name, we command every root of disappointment to be uprooted from our lives. We claim a future filled with hope, healthiness, success, and fulfillment in Jesus' name. Lord, we break every covenant with the demons, every covenant of disappointment, every covenant of financial disaster we break it in every in the name of jesus and we embrace your promises dear god we embrace your promises for our life we embrace your promises for good health we embrace your promises for financial uh, uh comfortability financial wealth to advance god's kingdom we embrace your promises for our lives dear god may your favor and blessing guide our path in everything that we do in Jesus' name. In the mighty name of Jesus, we reject every weapon fashioned against our joy and satisfaction. Every weapon fashioned against our health, we reject it in the name of Jesus. We call it dead, null and void, having no effect. Let every stronghold, disappointment fall and die. And may we rise in faith and confidence in Jesus' name. Father God, 
Father God, by the spirit, by your spirit. Father God, by the power of Jesus, we command all doors targeting of harassment, terrorism to be shut. We declare new doors of opportunity, success, and good health to be opened unto each and every one of us. Through the power and authority in Jesus' name, we command every mountain of disappointment to be moved. We embrace your grace, dear God. We embrace your love. We embrace your mercy in every aspect of our lives. Lord Jesus, we declare that no disappointment shall have dominion over us. We overcome by your strength and guidance, and we walk in complete victory and freedom, dear God, according to your will. In the name of Jesus, we take authority over every spirit of disappointment that tries to rob us of your blessings. We claim prosperity, joy, and fulfillment in our lives. Father, we declare victory over our family, victory over our lives, victory over our health in Jesus' name. We declare victory over every, every plotted disappointment from the demons. We declare victory over despair. May we remember that you are with us at all times and your plans for us are filled with a future full of hope, prosperity, and greatness. By the authority in Jesus' name, we declare, we declare that every arrow from the enemy's camp will go back to the sender triple fall. We decree and declare that every arrow of hatred that comes towards us, it must be reversed. It must go back. By the authority in Jesus' name, we declare that every arrow disappointment sent against us, it shall not prosper. We are shielded by the Most High God's love, grace, mercy, and favor. Lord, we proclaim and we that we are more than conquerors through Christ who strengthens us, that no disappointment can deter us from our destiny for our walk in your sorrow. Above all, God, we ask you, God, that Anytime that demon spirit of disappointment and challenges us, Heavenly Father, to question God, where are you? What's going on? Da da da. God, let us remember. Let's conquer that demon, that demon spirit of disappointment. Let us conquer it by re always remembering what you've done already. How many rescues you brought us through already. How we're still standing in the midst of a bunch of eugenicists trying to kill us trying to induce us in the hospital, trying to hit us with military weapons, trying to antagonize us in our homes, trying to take our joy. Anytime we get discouraged, let us recognize, dear God, that it's a miracle, your miracle, God, for being here already, being able to praise and worship your name when these demons want us trembling, when these demons want us croaking about this program. So we thank you and we praise you, Heavenly Father, we ask you, God, to give us unsh unshakable faith that no matter what, we know it's only a test and that you have already proven yourself in our lives, dear God. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we break every bondage of disappointment and failure. We rise above all limitations and we claim victory, success, and fulfillment in all that we do. 
Father, we rebuke every spirit of disappointment and frustration through the power of Jesus' name. We walk in joy, we walk in peace, and we walk in total victory over all obstacles. Lord Jesus, we declare that your grace is sufficient for us, that no disappointment or failure can hold us down, that no plotted enemy can hold us down, that no curse from the pit of hell can hold us down. We decree and declare that all curses, even thinking about coming our way, turns into blessings in the name of Jesus. For we are empowered by you, God, by your love and your mercy. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, finally, God, we proclaim freedom from every stronghold of the, of the enemy's camp. Every stronghold of disappointment, we declare freedom, Heavenly Father. We embrace your promises, God. We walk in faith, love, and triumph, guided by your spirit, covered by your spirit. God, we praise you. We exalt you. We magnify your name, dear God. We thank you, God, that we know that through you, God, spiritually, Lord, that we can thrive beyond any type of TI program. We can thrive beyond any type of eugenic assassination program, that it is the spiritual realm that controls the earthly realm, dear God, and therefore we decree and declare that every ritual, satanic ritual these demons have done to get the power to do the crimes, to usurp authority over our governance structures, that it is broken in the name of Jesus. We decree and declare that that stuff that they did, the abortions, every single rich set, satanic ritual, giving babies to statues, all of their spiritual wickedness that they did to get the power to usurp authority over our governance structures, we decree it broken, 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 broken broken that curse is broken that it shall turn around that that curse will be turned into a blessing and that our governing structures will be ruled according to god's will according to the ten commandments in the name of jesus that we bind and rebuke the reverse governance that they're using now the reversal of righteousness we bind it we rebuke it in the name of jesus god i ask you to open up the windows of heaven let me get these lawsuits in and get some settlement money, dear God, to be able to do some great things on this earth. I decree and declare sovereign law schools. I decree and declare sovereign schools, Heavenly Father, being able to educate people, Heavenly Father, using our legal system to make it work for everybody in Jesus' name. God, we decree blessings on each one of our lives, financial prosperity to do the things that are needed, Heavenly Father on this earth, dear God. We ask you, God, for breakthroughs in all that we do. God, we ask you for housing that's covered by your blood. Direct us to the correct um, devices to have in our houses, to shut demons out of our houses from coming in. We bind and rebuke them. We ask you, Lord, for the correct cameras, to correct all the devices needed, dear God, to keep peace in our home so that our homes can continue to be manifestations of god's will in jesus name and not of worry thank you lord praise you lord in jesus name so okay now some black history month uh, we were looking at four uh we were just looking at some ways to explore the connection between the bible and black history month how the bible's message influenced black history the Bible is essential for truly understanding Black history and culture. 
Christianity was prevalent in Africa long before slavery. And, all the, and although the Bible had a complicated role in the history of slavery in America, it was also the anchor for hope and freedom for enslaved Africans who clung to faith, faith in God just to survive. Hmm. They clung to faith in God to survive during slavery. It's the same thing in the targeted program, in this eugenics program. We must cling to faith. And faith brought them through. It broke that demon. Can you imagine the satanic rituals done to have that slavery demon? If that slavery demon could be broken, then we know this eugenics demon can be broken in Jesus' name. Even though the Bible was edited to support, uh, yeah, they edited to make it look like it supports sins like slavery and segregation, the complete word of God leaves no room for doubt in scripture. We learn how God created all people in his image, not some, in Genesis 1.27. We learn about our own sin, which separates us from God and causes painful divisions between ourselves and our neighbors, Romans 3.23. We see how much God hates sins like racism, pride, and violence which directly contradict his holy laws in Matthew 22, 36 through 40. And we learn about how through Jesus Christ, we can all be restored to God and to each other in perfect love, Galatians 3, 28. For countless Americans, Black Americans, it was the Bible that guided their, our fight for justice and equality in America, just like now. Countless Americans, it's the Bible that guides our fight to break this eugenics assassination program. Uh, for countless Black Americans, it was the Bible that guided the fight for justice and equality in America. Scripture fueled the work of Sojourner Truth, excuse me, Frederick Douglass and Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And it was built into the foundation of about abolitionism and the civil rights movement. And today we can find God's word woven throughout the lives and legacies we celebrate during Black History Month. Okay, we can discover the Bible's impact on change makers. Black History Month gives us an opportunity to learn more about the personal experiences of Black change makers by delving deeper into their stories, we can grow in our understanding of the challenges they overcame to make a difference in our nation. We can also see how many of these change makers found comfort, hope, and inspiration in God's word and difficult circumstances. This month, consider learning more about one or two Black Americans we really may not know already. We should read their autobiographies, write and uh, watch films about their lives, and even visit museums that help us learn. We can learn how the Bible can heal the wounds of racial trauma, from slavery to segregation to social movements for justice. In America today, every generation of Americans has grappled with the reality of racism and inequality. This is especially true for Black families mm, who have suffered from the trauma of oppression but also for all families who have suffered from the challenges of racialized society. The heavy burden of racial trauma can be passed from parent to child, 
creating a long chain of silent suffering and pain. The Bible tells us that God does not ignore our suffering. Instead, he is a gracious healer of the brokenhearted, Psalms 147.3. This means that while the Bible guides us in striving for justice, it also offers healing from our experiences or injustice and other forms of suffering. As the church seeks to be a bridge for racial reconciliation in America, resources like Bible-based trauma healing can help families begin to heal by processing their own generational trauma at the feet of Jesus, the wounded healed. Let the Bible guide our prayers during Black History Month. We are invited to join in prayer throughout Black History Month to praise God as the creator for all people and to ask God to help us live out his laws by loving our neighbors as more than strangers. Thank God for the example of black change makers, amen, who advocated for Bible, advocated, advocated for the Bible throughout our nation's history. Pray for families today who may be carrying burdens of trauma and ask God to heal, to help and heal all of us and find, and, and find true healing in his word. Thank God that the Bible continues to be a source of strength and hope for Black Americans and for all people, and pray for the church to be the leading voice in our culture as we point our friends, family, and neighbors to God's word as the roadmap for true reconciliation with God and others through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Okay, and um, some of our Black firsts in history let's take a look we looked at shirley chisholm we looked at thurgood marshall we looked at um reverend healy the one of the first catholic bishops uh, bishop healy we looked at okay so today we'll take a look at um i'm sure we've heard of these let's take a look at i've heard of denmark vesey Denmark Vesey, he's a black first. These are they've done something for the first time. Let's take a and I think you'll hear of Denmark Vesey again because I know I've heard of that name. And um, he was the first uh, uh, way back when he was born 1767 to 1822. Okay, in 1822, Denmark Vesey claimed a place in history by organizing the first extensive slave revolt, amen, on American soil in Charleston, South Carolina in 1822. Now, those are heroes, because back in that day, well, it's all eugenic assassination program, but can you imagine he did the first slave revolt on American soil in Charlotte, South Carolina in 1822. Brenda, you still here? That that's Brenda's territory, South Carolina. Brenda, did she? Did she leave? No, it says you. It says you're still here. She probably fell out, Brenda. But okay, so Denmark Vesey came out of uh, South Carolina in 1822 and he did the first slave revolt uh the plot was simple but daring he chose to seize the city to kill all who stood in the way 
and if necessary, escape to the Caribbean or Africa. That's a tough one. Wow. Denmark Vesey was born in 1767 to unknown parents. Wow. Possibly in the West Indies. In 1781, Captain Joseph Vesey, a slave agent, captured Denmark and brought him to San San Domingo. Vesey's intelligence and appearance impressed the agent, but he sold him anyway. When young Denmark faked a seizure in the sugar fields, he was considered unsound and returned to Captain Vesey. Denmark joined Vesey's stable of slaves, first on slave trading voyages to China and, and then in Charleston. He proved to be a diligent worker and mastered the carpentry trade. In 1800, when he was 30, 33 years old, Denmark won $1,500 in a lottery, and he used 600 of it to purchase his freedom. Wow. He earned his living as a carpenter, and he earned the respect of his peers as a lay reader in the newly established African Methodist Episcopal Church. Wow, they all come out of church, most of the change makers. Despite having won his freedom, Vesey, bemoaned the plight of the slaves still in bondage. He became inspired by reports of Toussaint, slaves revolt in Haiti, and pledged to lead a similar insurrection. I know that's right. Using the church as a base, he secretly organized, recruited, and mobilized slaves in the Charleston area. For the next five years, he planned the revolt until he had organized a 9,000-member army of slaves and freedom consisting of those within 100 miles of Charleston, as well as a band of slaves from Thomas Island. An arsenal of weapons and vehicles had also been acquired to aid in the revolt. Wow. At first, the date set to begin the insurrection was July 14, 1822. It was a night with no moon a vacation time for whites, and a Sunday when plantation hands would arouse no suspicion. No suspicion by being in the city. The insurrectionists were to seize all key places such as arsenals and bridges and eventually make their escape to San Domingo in the Dominican Republic. The plot seemed fail safe because safe because the leaders had exercised extreme secrecy and had avoided interacting with trusty slaves who might leak plans to white slave masters. Wow, if you got 9,000 people, black slaves that didn't tell you were good. Okay, um, despite the utmost care, the plot was uncovered by a slave who told his master, I, I just knew there was one. Oh. The date was moved up to June 16th. Again, the secrecy was betrayed. Seeing the carefully mapped out plan ruined, Vesey tried unsuccessfully to get word of other units. But white authorities moved fast, arresting key plotters. On June 22nd, Vesey was found at the home of an ex-wife and was arrested. Mm. He and others stood trial on June 23rd, 1822. And they were hung July 2nd. Oh, God, that's horrible. 
Before the trials ended, a total of 35 were hung, 38 were released for lack of evidence, 15 were acquitted, and 43 were sentenced to deportation. The informers were given their freedom and lifetime support. Can you imagine? That's where we get that slavery, that, that, that black on black. Blacks in positions hurting other blacks, holding a judge position and acting like you retarded. You don't know what the Constitution is. You don't know what is equal protection of the law. This is where the spirit comes from. It comes from way back in slavery when, look what they did to this insurrectionist. They killed him, Bessie, one of the first ones to, on American soil that tried to do a revolt. They used black people to tell on him. And then in exchange for being an informant, they gave them freedom. Mm. They were no longer slaves. The informers were given their freedom and lifetime support just for telling, just for, for telling on a black person that was trying to save other black people. Mm. Bessie became a symbol of leadership, in the cause of liberty for, as the chief judge said in Vesey's trial, it is difficult to imagine what infatuation could have promoted you to attempt an enterprise so wild and visionary. You were a free man. You were co comparatively wealthy. You enjoyed every comfort. Mm, look what he gave up to help other Blacks. You had therefore much to risk and little to gain. Bessie's leadership has not faded in the many decades since 1822. History has judged him a brave and visionary black. Typical is the judgment of historian Sterling Stokely. Denmark Bessie did lead a conspiracy which must be regarded as one of the most courageous ever to threaten the racist foundation of America. He stands today as he stood yesterday as an awesome projection of the possibility for militant action on the part of a people who have for centuries been made to be made to bow down in fear. Denmark Vesey, a free black man that risked his life to save other, to, to, to free other slaves. And then they used slaves to tell on his plan for insurrection. He had a, a, a top of the line insurrection plan. Any comments? There should be some comments. What you think? Are you st anybody still here? Mel, you still here? Cassandra, Sharice, Denmark, Vesey. Hello. Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. What do you think of Denmark, Vesey, the first black man to lead a revolt against slavery in America? He was a free man, risked his freedom to get killed because they used other blacks to squeal on him. What do you think, man? I mean, around that time frame, I believe like he was brave because a lot of people were scared back then to, you know, go against the law. Like a lot of people were scared to challenge. And he was one of the ones 
that 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 was able to do so. So, like he was a brave brave guy for stepping up against the system around that time. But he didn't have to do it. That's what the judge even said. He didn't have to do it. He was free already. He was free and wealthy. He had money. Yeah, but he saw people being mistreated, and I guess he wanted to do something about him to um set to get him yeah. out of those conditions. Right, right. And then they used the same people he tried to help. Cassandra, you here? Cassandra? Cherise? Can you hear me? I'm sorry. I have, um, yeah, I was saying, I heard everything you I was saying, yes, I'm here. I just what do you think of Denmark, Denmark Vesey? Gave up his freedom, his wealth, and they killed him because a bunch of, you know, folk squealed on him. I know it was, it was God. He was, he was a God sent. I just don't know why God let him get killed. He was a God sent. He helped. Yes. Thank God he can go down in history for the great work that he did do. Yes. Amen. And, and it helps explain where that spirit comes from. Because, you know, you know, I look at blacks in leadership positions. I'm like, how do you do, especially like judges? You going to sit up and be a judge and you going to act like you don't know what's equal for, equal protection of the law? You going to use whatever it's well because they pro se or because of this, because of that? You can't do your job? And you a former, and you a slave grandchild? You oppressing your own people, you know, but it comes from this type of nonsense that the people that, that they use the informants, they got their freedom from squealing on him. Okay? They got freedom and support from the government. Okay? Lifetime support. The informants were given their freedom and lifetime support. That means financial payment. That's what America does. Okay. And that's why there's so few leaders leaders today. That's exactly why. Lifetime support. So they put them on a payroll for life, for squealing, for stopping the freedom of, of hundreds of millions of, of, of other blacks. Unbelievable. Okay, let's read one more. Um, so that was Denmark Vesey. Let's take a look at um, Dr. Daniel right, Dr. Daniel Hale Williams. Never heard of him. He's a first something. Let's take a look. Page uh, 52. Dr. I, I feel so good with Denmark, though. I'm proud of him. All right, Dr. Daniel Hale Williams. Anybody ever heard of him? I haven't. All right. He is, this is a salute to history, Black First. Uh, Dr. Daniel Hale Williams, 1856 to 1931. Oh, open heart surgeries of today can be traced back to a forward thinking Black doctor, Dr. Hen, Dr. Daniel Hale Williams, who in 1893 performed the very first operation. 
Dr. Dan, as he was affectionately known, also founded Chicago's Providence Hospital in 1891 and the first Black nurses training school. Wow. What we've had to go through in this country. Mm, he got a Black nurse training school, and he was the first one to do an open-heart surgery. Mm. Williams was born in Pennsylvania in 1856. Ooh, where you from, uh, Cassandra, right? He was the fifth yeah. child of... Yes. Dan yeah, he's from your territory. He was the fifth mm -hmm. child of Daniel Williams Jr., who was a barber, and Sarah Price Williams. She was a housewife. Those were his parents. The family moved to Wisconsin when Daniel was a child. He attended Hare's Classical Academy in Janesville, and he set his sights on studying medicine. In 1878, he apprenticed, apprenticed under the highly respected Dr. Henry Palmer and he mastered the basics that gained him entry into Chicago Medical College and an MD in 1883. Can you imagine in 1883, a black man had an MD? Mm. Dr. Williams set, set up his practice in Chicago where he attracted an interracial clientele. His reputation quickly spread, and he earned a series of important positions at various Chicago institutions requiring medical services. During this time, he yearned for an institution where Blacks could be trained in various medical professions. In 1891, his dream was realized with the opening of Providence Hospital, which boasted of a biracial staff as well as nurses training school. In its first year, the hospital's 12 beds served 189 patients. The incident that added to the doctor's fame occurred in 1893. James Cornish was stabbed in the chest in a brawl, and he was sent to Providence with what appeared to be a fatal wound. With Cornish's life in jeopardy, Dr. Dan pursued the only sensible course. He opened Cornish's chest. There, he discovered a tear in the pericardinal sac, which required immediate attention. He suited the wound, concluded the operation, and made history by being the first doctor, black or white, to successfully perform open heart surgery. Can you imagine? They'll never let us know that. The first open heart surgery case was by a black man. That Cornish lived another 20 years was proof of the operation's success. Because of the intric because of the intricacy, intricacy of the operation, and because the doctor was black. Critics challenged Williams' surgical technique as being actual, as being the actual first. Look at that. However, medical records could not uncover any prior record of such surgery. In 1894, Dr. Williams was called to another challenge when President Clover Cleveland appointed him chief surgeon of the Freedmen's Hospital in Washington, D.C. 
There he was charged with reorganizing this institution when the largest black hospital, then the largest black hospital in the country. He revitalized the hospital by attracting a 20 doctor biracial staff and partitioning the hospital into several specialties, including a nursing school. Continuing in seeking to improve the medical profession, in 1895, Dr. Williams founded an interracial medical society in Washington. In that same year, he pioneered the founding of the All-Black National Medical Association. While in Washington, D.C., Dr. Williams met and married Alice Johnson, a school teacher. Hey, to school teachers. In 1898, the couple returned to Chicago after Williams became frustrated with internal politics at Freeman's Hospital. Oh, Lord. I knew that dirty politics was around. Hmm. He returned to Providence Hospital and also served on the staff at St. Luke's Hospital where he headed one of the largest gynecological departments in Chicago. He eventually opened his own practice. In 1913, Williams scored another first when he became the first black member of the American College of Surgeons. Wow. Can you imagine he did the first open heart surgery and then he now had, had to fight to get in the American College of Surgeons. Despite the accolades and awards that were bestowed upon him, Dr. Dan's personal life was not happy. His wife's untimely death in 1924, wow, and a series of other family tragedies left him drained, probably targeted, disillusioned. He withdrew into a self-imposed exile and he died August 4th, 1931, at his home in Idlewood, Michigan. History, however, has given him a permanent place of honor. Whites as well as Blacks owe a debt of gratitude to this pioneering surgeon, Dr. Daniel Hale Williams. Uh, huh? might say something wow. it's, it's, you know it's beautiful but his and you know it just sounds like at the end he was targeted his wife's untimely death in 19 and a series of other family tragedies left him drained this um, illusion he withdrew into a self-imposed exile and died August 4th. That's, that's wow. You know, after I guess his wife died, you nobody wants to be left alone. Mm. Any comments? Man, that's amazing. I got gave me a wisdom. Yeah. He did the first open heart surgery and then they tried to act like it wasn't him, but yet there was no record of anyone going into that heart uh, that heart, you know, vein that they mentioned. No one in history had ever done. It. And they still tried to take it away from him. Hmm. All right, let's take a look at this one. One I'm just do this last one, then we go to bed. George Washington Williams. 
another one we are saluting to Black First, Black History Month, a salute to historic Black First. This one's name is George Washington Williams. He was from 1849 to 1891. Listen to this one. It is hard to imagine one excelling as a soldier, minister, journalist, lawyer, and politician in one lifetime. Mm. But such was the case with George Washington Williams, who not only succeeded in all that is mentioned, but also emerged as Americans, America's first Black historian. George was born October 16, 1849, to Ellen and Thomas Williams in Bedford Springs, Pennsylvania. His mother came from German lineage and excelled in the arts. She therefore made sure that George received a good education in Pennsylvania and, letter, and later in Massachusetts. George was privately tutored for two years. He then entered a private academy and later completed four years at the Newton Center, another private school. At age 14, George assumed his uncle's name and he joined the Union Army serving in the Civil War. He distinguished himself and rose to the rank of Sergeant Major. While an injury forced his discharge, he re-enlisted until he was mustered out at war's end. Still eager for army duty, he joined the Mexican army. He later returned to the United States Army to fight against the, the Indians. By now, religious convictions told him that killing did not suit a Christian. So Williams left the army in 1868 and he was baptized in the Baptist church. He spent six years training at Newton Theological Seminary. Somebody better mute. They're snoring. Uh, while there, so he spent six years training at Newton Theological Seminary. While there, he cultivated an interest in the history of blacks in America and this culminated in his senior oration and early Christianity in Africa. On June 11, 1874, Williams was ordained as the First Baptist Church and dispatched to Boston's 12th Street Baptist Church to pastor one of New England's oldest and most important Black congregations. He quickly discovered that the church was in serious financial straits, so he successfully raised funds by penning and selling an 80-page history on the church and its impact on the community. In so doing, he proved his potential to be a great historian. Williams moved to Washington, D.C. and began publishing a journal called The Commoner. It was devoted to politics, arts, and events of the day. However, it was a financial failure. Soon afterward, he moved to Cincinnati, Ohio to pastor the Union Baptist Church. Realizing that long fought for constitutional freedoms could be lost, Williams entered politics, viewing it as the most effective avenue for maintaining the gains won. Although his victory was by a slim margin in 1879, he became the first black elected to the Ohio legislature. Okay. In Ohio, in excuse me, in office, 
He introduced many bills, such as those proposing regulation of police in large cities. And the wow, look at this from the 1800s. We've been fighting these. They've been using the Satanists, been using the police to do their dirty work. Mm. Mm. Uh, so he, somebody snoring? That would, that, that would be me, me. I mean, <laughs> that, would, that would be the thing as you have to leave. Okay. All right. Such as, all right. So let's see. All right. So in office. Huh? Apologize. Oh, okay, no problem. All right. In, in office, he introduced many bills, such as those proposing regulation of police in large cities, mm. and the bill to repeal prohibition of interracial marriages in Ohio. Wow, it was just, wow, they didn't even know. Oh, the law didn't even allow that. Mm. None of his bills passed, and he did not seek re-election in 1881. He then launched his next career when he entered the Cincinnati Law School and he was admitted to the Ohio Bar in 1881. Williams had long held a strong interest in history and the nation's celebrated centennial turned his attention to that of black history. In this pursuit, he conducted extensive research and he realized the awesome need for a comprehensive study and recording of the significant history of Black Americans. Responding in 1883, his two-volume work was published, History of the Negro Race in America. Wow, I want to read that. He did the history of the Negro race in America from 1619 to 1880. Negroes as slaves, as soldiers, and as citizens together with the preliminary consideration of the un unity of the human family. Five years later in 1888, Williams cemented his reputation as a historian by publishing History of the Negro Troops in the War of Rebellion, 1861 to 65. These were major publishing events, more ambitious than ever before undertaken by a black. Williams became a world traveler, always working on behalf of blacks. In 1891, he died in Blackpool, England, where he had gone uh, hoping, hoping, hoping that the, hoping that the sea air would ease his tuberculosis. Lord, they done got him with tuberculosis. Mm. That's that. That's this, That's this culture. Wow. So he was hoping that the sea air would ease his tuberculosis. His death put an end to another one of his projects, an exposure of the Belgian colonial policy in the Congo. Even in this endeavor, George Williams' active mind was far ahead of its time. Wow. wow. That was George Washington Williams. So, um, yeah, he was a minister, journalist, lawyer, and politician, and one of the first black uh, legislatures in the Ohio, in the Ohio government. And, um, okay, so that's our uh, black history uh, celebration and reading, and, and we see that many of our leaders 
straight. It had to be the Father of God that gave them the strength. They were change makers, and what gave them the strength was leaning on the everlasting. Excuse me, was leaning on the everlasting arms of Christ. Because there's no other. Um, they they decided to to serve Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's no other way to fight this. Mm-mm. In fact, so I'm going to end with that song. I have decided we sung this today in church, and I enjoyed it. I have Oh God. Let's see how do I screen share? Share my screen. Okay. Decided to follow Jesus. I have decided. To follow Jesus, I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. The world behind me, the cross before me, the world behind me. Cross before me, the world behind me, the cross before me, no turning back, no turning back, though none go with me, still I will follow. turning back no turning back will you decide now to follow Jesus will you decide now to follow Jesus will you decide now to follow Jesus no turning back, no turning back. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back, no turning back, no turning back. There's no turning back, no turning back. Amen. I have decided to follow Jesus. And the more these stories, you know, people have done great things. We see 
they have decided to follow Jesus and great things will be done. We're going to pray on um, each and every one of us that God chooses to use us, that we will live a blessed life and we will, well, God, we will only leave this earth according to God's will. We come against eugenics, any type of uh, sickness these people are trying to kill us with. We bind it. We rebuke it in the name of Jesus. We will leave this earth according to the way God has us to leave. And that is the only way we come against eugenics. We come against sickness and disease in the name of Jesus. God, we praise you. We exalt you in Jesus name. Amen. That reminds me of one more record I would like to play. If I can remember it, um, uh, it's Tasha Cobbs. What is it? Sickness is not my calling. What? Oh, fear is not my calling. Hello. Yeah. If I thought I could tell off a minute, much of calling, prayer, then I'm here and thing. No, I want to. I'm gonna end with one more record. Just about. Fear is not our future. Sickness is not our future. Start sharing. Let me see. Share my screen. Let me know if you if you if you don't hear this. Okay, I will. Second. Can you hear it? Yes, I can hear it. Let him turn it in your favor. Watch him work it for your. He's not done with what he started. He's not done until it's good. Let him work it for your faith. Who am I talking to tonight? Watch him turn it for your good. He's not done with what he started. Cause he's not done until it's good. So hello, 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 black. Hello, hello, it's a new horizon. Hello, peace. Hello, joy. Hello, love. Hello, joy. Hello, hope. It's a new horizon. If you're ready for a break, you can open up and just He's pouring out his nothing. 
you've ever seen. You've ever seen. Hello, peace. Hello, joy. Hello, love. Hello, strength. Hello, hope. Hello, peace. Hello, joy. Hello, It's a new life. If somebody lift those hands, it's a new life. I need you to speak it over your own life tonight. It's a new life. It's a new life. It's a new day for you, yeah. It's a new life. Oh, it's here right now. It's a new life. It's a new life. It's a new life. Fear is not my future. Sickness is not my story. You are. Listen, y'all. Heartbreak is not my home. You are.
this is not your story. Here's a heartbreak is not your heart. Here's I prophesy that death is not the end. Death is not the end. chapter 14 captures God's people on the verge of a new horizon. They've made their exodus out of Egypt. 400 years of generational captivity and bondage. They can see the land flowing with milk and honey. They can see a season where they transition from not enough to more than enough. They can see the season where they reap the harvest of joy for the seed of tears. But there's something between them and their new horizon. It's something called the Red Sea. The Red Sea's in front of them, but also their past that doesn't want to let them go. The Egyptians are behind them. They feel trapped. But if God is the God of the exits, we're never trapped. Even if there isn't a way, he'll make one. And many remember this story by God causing the wind to blow and part the Red Sea so that they could walk into their new horizon and say hello to this new season in their life. But I saw something in the text I want to share and make a prophetic announcement to you in here tonight. And that is before God gave them their hello, he gave them a goodbye. 
As they stood on the edge of the Red Sea, Moses told the Israelites, stand still and you will see the salvation of the Lord for the enemy you see today, you will see no more. And I came to tell somebody tonight, this is not just your season of hello, it's your season of goodbye. So hello peace, hello peace, hello joy. Hello, 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 Goodbye, fear. It's a new horizon. So goodbye, fear. Can you take 30 seconds and begin to give an exit to depression, to sickness, to whatever has been bothering, whatever's been bothering you? Goodbye, 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 goodbye. Somebody say goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. It's a new horizon. So goodbye, shame. Goodbye, fear. Oh, goodbye, hate. Oh, it's a new horizon. I'm letting it go tonight. So goodbye, fear. Goodbye, shame. Goodbye, hate. It's a new horizon. It's a new horizon. It's a new horizon. It's a I'll speak that over your life. Prophesy, 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 prophesy. Prophesy, 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 prophesy,
So, Father, we thank you that something new is springing up. And we say goodbye to the thing that's been holding us for so long. And I thank you that tonight, what was above me is now under me. And what used to put a cap on me is now the thing I walk on. It's now the thing I have victory on. I thank you that what used to hold me can't hold me anymore. What used to make me struggle won't make me struggle anymore. That it is a new horizon. I decree and declare I'm not waiting for tomorrow, but tonight is my night. And it is a new horizon for me, for my family, for my children. Now stop. Hello, say hello, Joe. Hello, hello, hello. Some of you need to reintroduce yourself. It's been a long time. Hello, reintroduce yourself. You haven't seen it in a long time, so hello, hello, hope it's home. I haven't seen you in a long time, so hello, peace, hello, 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 hello. If you believe it for real, open up your mouth and praise him for it. Praise him like you're not waiting for it. Praise it like it's here now. I said, don't praise him like you're waiting for it. Wake up, 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 it's here, it's here, it's here. Open your eyes. What was before you ain't before you anymore. Wake up! Fear is not your future. Sickness won't be your story. Heartbreak is not your home. Death is not here. God is giving you a new normal. Who am I talking to? God is giving you a new normal. You're not your mama. You're not your father. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. Just because they died from it doesn't mean you have to die from it. Uh, just because they struggled with it all their life doesn't mean you have to struggle with it. Hello, peace. Hello, Joy. I'm not going to be sad all my life. I'm not battling with depression all my life. When, when the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom. There is hope, there is joy, there is love, there is healing. When the Spirit of the Lord is, I 
Amen. Amen. With that being said, we we're going to stop, stop that. And um, I just want to say thank Medicine. you for praying with me, everybody. Medicine. Yes, dear. Yes. Uh, can you can you give me the, the spelling of that man's name, the last minute that you read about? What's his, his, his last the spelling of his name? Oh, okay. Um, we did uh, Denmark Vesey was one, and the other one was Dr. Daniel Hale Williams. And Daniel Williams. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 that was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. People gave their lives. That was something. I'm telling Mhm. And tried to, uh, you know, undermine his. Uh, Tried to undermine his work by saying, you know, he didn't, know. he wasn't the first one to do the heart surgery, but yet yes, there was no record in no scientific journal anywhere no. that talked mm-hmm. that heart surgery going into that particular uh, chamber of the heart that he did, and it was right. successful. The man lived three years longer. I tell you, mm-hmm. that's why these statements are. Petrified of black folks. They're petrified. And that's why they drop cocaine, crack, all that stuff in the community trying to stop the next the next great first. Black uh, Mm. black first. Mm, That's That's exactly why they dropped the drugs in the black community. Mm? They petrified. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Look, when we didn't have anything coming out of slavery, we got all these black furs. And now they got their freedom, we ain't got no black furs. I I Mm -hmm. didn't see no black furs for the 20th century. Yeah, and they know we would have the black first to uh, to um cure cancer. I'm sure we would have a black first to cure cancer, a black first to uh, mm. find a shielding uh, shielding for a military weapons being used on civilians. I'm sure, but then what mm. they do, you know, they financially put people, they harass, antagonize, and financially oppress people so that they cannot use their full abilities, you know, uh, mm. to conquer mm. this satanic program. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep making declarations in the spiritual realm that this curse is broken, that there will be more black first. 
There will be more first uh, 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 across the nation for uh, all of these uh, make, uh, creating remedies for all of these satanic oppressive uh, situations, the eugenics. All right, dear. So let's get to bed. It's two, two something now. God bless you. God bless you. you. Have a blessed, have a blessed week. I'll talk to you though in the week. Okay. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Good night. Okay. Good night. Good night, everybody. It says Brenda and Sharice is still here, but good night, guys. I didn't hear from you. God bless. Maybe they fell asleep. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.